everyone, welcome back to the Doctrine, Dogma, and Davide podcast. My name is Davide Jonas Derby, and today I want to talk a little bit about a question that a friend of mine recently asked me and that I've been thinking about a lot, and that is, what do we do? Like, how are we as the laity We're obligated to respond to, say, erring or heretical members of the clergy, like priests and bishops and so forth? And I think that when discussing this question, there are a few really important principles to remember. The first principle that I think is really important is just the principle of subsidiary. For example, a priest who preaches heresy in his Sunday homily probably shouldn't be dogpiled from people halfway across the country who were never even there and who weren't even present to hear the heresy in the first place. We have to remember that our primary obligation is to our parish in our diocese in our Episcopal conference. The fact of the matter is, the further removed the error or the heresy is from our jurisdiction, from our physical location, the more reluctant we should be to weigh in or to get involved. And I think that it is certainly a bad idea in a situation such as that to, for instance, videotape the priest's homily and blast it out on social media, because then all you're doing is you're taking the priest's errors and exposing them to an even broader audience and exposing people to that heresy who were never even scandalized in the first place. I think that for situations like that, if you see, like, say, a parish priest, you know, preaching uh, something erroneous in his homily or something like that, I think that the best answer is to actually just approach the priest and ask him to clarify what he, uh, what he meant when he said the erroneous things. I don't think that it's right to assume that it was willfully heretical, and it's possible that he simply misspoke or didn't explain himself properly, and that maybe he should correct the error at a later date. Now, if the priest refuses to be corrected, then it's going to, of course, be necessary to escalate to a higher ecclesiastical authority. For instance, the bishop is responsible for all of the doctrinal teaching that occurs within their diocese, and so writing a letter to the bishop in that case would probably be appropriate. And if the bishop refuses to listen, you could also escalate it all the way to Rome. Now, if you escalate it all the way to Rome, and no one hears you out, and no one is willing to discipline the cleric, or no one is willing to correct the error, then I think that you can safely wash your hands of the issue and knowing that it is out of your hands. That basically it is not your responsibility to discipline a, uh, a, a priest because that is not your role as a layperson. Now, the second principle that is, of course, essential to consider here is the preservation of the purity of Catholic doctrine, the preservation of truth, and the protection of souls that may be scandalized by these heretical errors. For instance, if a priest or bishop or someone is promoting these errors, these theological errors publicly, then a public response is much more warranted. And in that case, I think that it's really important to prayerfully discern whether or not you specifically are called to respond in this specific instance. Because while error must always be condemned, that doesn't necessarily mean that it is your particular calling in that moment to respond to that particular error. And I think that if we rush out, I need to respond to everything, I need to condemn every error, I need to correct every mistake, one, you're going to burn yourself out, and two, you're probably going to end up correcting things in more confusing ways where you may not have actually been the best person to respond to those specific errors. And so I think that that prudence needs to come into play as far as discerning whether or not it's your individual uh, vocation in that moment to respond to that error. 
But even if you do discern that you are called in that moment to respond to that particular error, I think that it's important that you limit your condemnation and your correction to simply the matter of theology, to simply correcting the error, not pronouncing some sort of judgment on their souls. I think that it would be very unwise for us as lay people to attempt to pronounce or declare someone to be a heretic whom the church has not declared to be so. But at the same time, that should not stop us from correcting errors that pollute the deposit of faith and lead souls away from the sure path of salvation. Because the errors need to be corrected, whether they are intentionally heretical or just unintentionally erroneous. And in issuing these corrections, I think that it's important that you not let your heart be troubled, that you not go after or unduly malign the, the priest or the cleric in question, and you know you you don't name call you simply focus on the preservation of catholic truth do not let your heart be troubled by the individuals promulgating these errors only let your heart be saddened by the errors themselves and the distortion that they inflict upon the body of christ and even then only insofar as it motivates you to make a prayer of reparation and to respond to those errors if it be your vocation in that particular instance don't name call, don't make an angry face. Your goal should be to promote the truth, not to promote anger, and certainly not to provide an occasion of the sin of wrath to anybody who might hear you, or even to be scandalized by the terrible things happening in the church. Now, the third and, and the last consideration that I think is really important has to do with just your own sort of spiritual disposition as far as like how much we should even be aware of these scandals and these errors that are being proclaimed and that sometimes the hierarchy has been woefully inadequate in responding to. Because to be honest, I think that a lot of people would be far better served by just being blissfully ignorant of some of the scandals and, and the evils taking place in the church and simply maintaining their fidelity to the church's teachings and to the scriptures, rather than being outraged by every viral post made by a wayward priest on every theological topic, because that is going to erode your own spiritual state and is going to ultimately tempt you into bitterness and even some probably some spiritual pride. And you may begin to think of yourself like the Pharisee in the Gospels who said, you know, thank, thank you God for not making me like this evil tax collector. A good indication that maybe you're too invested in the scandals and errors uh, creeping in to many of the faithful is that if you find that you are frequently being robbed of your peace, that you don't have that sort of like inner tranquility and inner calmness and joy of the gospel, that maybe you're, you're a little bit too plugged into social media, you're a little bit too plugged in to all of the latest happenings in the church and all the latest controversies. And especially if you find in yourself a growing spirit of insolence or resentment or even rebelliousness against the church, then that is a hugely dangerous uh, position to be in because we must always submit and obey the lawful authorities of the church even if we disagree with them and being constantly outraged by you know the different things that all sorts of clerics are saying or even the disciplinary actions that members of the church are taking you know if we let ourselves you know become defiant then we are lacking in the crucial spirit of obedience that we are called to emulate in example of Jesus Christ who was obedient even unto death, death on a cross. And so I think that all of these factors are really important for determining how we as lay people are required to respond 
to these Aryan clergy. Because on the one hand, we ultimately are not primarily responsible for the theological accuracy of the teachings of the clergy. That role belongs with the bishops of the church. And it can be very frustrating when you feel that the bishop is not being properly diligent in his role. But at the same time, it is the role given to the bishop and not to us. Our role is simply to preach the gospel in an ordinary capacity. And it is in that ordinary capacity, speaking always the truth in love, that we have to focus on. And we always may need to make sure that we are first and foremost protecting our own spiritual disposition, keeping the peace of Christ within our hearts, keeping the love of Christ within our hearts, and keeping that humble spirit of obedience in our hearts. But with that, I'm going to go ahead and call the show here. That That's just sort of like where my thoughts have been on this topic the past few weeks. Uh, if you like the video, please leave a like. I hope it was spiritually fruitful for you. Go ahead and like, comment, do whatever it is that people of the internet do, and I will see you all next time. God bless you. Oh.